Simon and Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek: The Next Generation. You're in a real sour mood today. You're in a sour mood. Me in the sour. Mood. You seem like you're in a sour mood. But maybe that's me projecting my own self. never look inwards, we only look outwards, and we look for the problems around us, you know? It's a little upsetting, you know? It's a little upsetting. That's what uh, characters in Star Trek, Star Trek tend to do. They never blame themselves. It's always either a, a race that is out of phase doing something to them mm-hmm. without, yeah, their, yeah. without their knowledge. Yeah, yeah, just like poking and prodding them and making them sick and die. Yeah, it's even... they're like, I wonder what will happen if we... Uh, put this electrode in the center of their uh, frontal cortex. Yeah, or it's like an artifact or something messing with them, or it's like some entity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's never their mm-hmm. fault, right? No, it's always the entity. It's kind of like my life. Right? It's never my fault when I think of, like, you various know... Various entities. Whenever... I think it would be really... I, I This is the reason why I wouldn't be a good captain in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Is because I would be sitting on the bridge. I'd be pretty bored. I'd be looking around like need some action, mm-hmm. and I would just start saying shit like, "Red alert! Did anybody just see the entity float through the room?" Yeah, just make shit. It up. Just came right through the bridge. Everybody's like, "What? No, we didn't see the entity." I'm like, "We need a red alert right now." Number one, we gotta find this entity. I saw it. It floated right through the bridge, right in front of we me. We gotta sweep every deck on the ship for this entity. Every single deck, right now. And then, um, you know, and everybody would write it down in their logs, you know, about the entity. There would probably be even a couple, like, little, like, sort of crazy people on board who might also be like, yeah, I saw the entity. Like, yeah, I saw like it. Like, false. Floated right by me. Eventually. Yeah, exactly. False memories. Eventually, there'll be, like, false positives. Like, you did that, mm-hmm. and then it turns out there was actually an entity on the ship. Okay, it would so often. So, that would happen so and you're often. Like, it would be perfect. Just like, you know, just like, job done, you know? Because there's so much bull. All you have to do is bring up any, like, Enterprise log and be like, look, they had crazy bullshit happen to them, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not insane. I saw it. It happened. And then it floated away. So clearly we just had, like, a strange first contact with some kind of -of out-of-phase creature. And they'd be like, well, what did it look like? And I'd be like... Yeah, it was like a ball with tentacles. It had like an eyeball. And there's a high chance. It had like three eyeballs and a and a and a beak. It kind of looked actually. It kind of looked like like humanoid, but they're green. <laughs> it kind of looked like a humanoid, but with less features, yeah. like no hair, yeah, and no nose, and no clothes, it, and no genitals. They kind of and uh, you know what. Um, I'm thinking they were green. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they kind of they had they just looked like human, but they had little ridges on the like on the tops of their hands. Like that's it. That's the difference. That's the speech. Mm-hmm. That was the whole. That was the whole thing. They floated right through the bridge, right in front of me. Yeah, went out. Went went through the left wall, out the right. And, and I swung at them. Again. I swung at them. <laughs> I shot my phaser. Uh, there was some friendly fire. I did kill uh, Ensign Jenkins. Yeah, Ensign Jenkins. So you know, but that it's just the the cost of these this great exploration adventure that we're yeah, all on. They know. And I dare you. I dare you to try and put me down for. Doing my duty. Yeah, exactly. What in exploring these great spaces of ours? He died. You know, let's uh, let's not uh, let his death be in vain, and we should go let's look for the entity on the ship. We will be searching. We are, as far as I am concerned, we are at war with this entity, yeah. and I implore the Federation to let me have this ship still, and I will fly it. Into the uh, into the center of the universe to find this being. <laughs> We've been going, and then turns out they exist, and you kill them all, yeah. and it's perfect. We've been going. And nobody in ever has ever zigzag pattern across this one <laughs> section of space for like ten years. Just like a, just like a grid formation, yeah. grid scanning the the whole thing. We'll find them, and then eventually on a planet you find an alien that looks exactly like this, 
and they don't they don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you glass them anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you fly away. Another beautiful day as a Federation captain. <laughs> 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 it's just like nice. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, what would what would the name of that episode be? The uh... episode. <laughs> this is a season arc, <laughs> my friend. Season arc. <laughs> this is uh this is us trying to find the Zindi. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Zindi. <laughs> you were one episode? No, no, no. Yeah. This is the beginning season of a, of an entire Star Trek TV show, yeah. and it's called Star Trek Find Them Bastards. <laughs> yeah. We gotta find them weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> I saw them. I saw them. They have them. <laughs> I saw them. They had them. They, they had floated them. right through. He was carrying a big box <laughs> that said that said photon nukes on it. Welcome to welcome to welcome to Dead Ensigns, a Star Trek podcast hosted by two friendsons. Yeah, we're talking Ben and Max. I'm Ben. This is Max, and this is uh, Bridgestock. Imagine, and this is our and this is our alien companion. This is the weird alien we have for the season uh, for the show. He's called uh, Grimulag. Yeah, what does it sound um, like? He's, he's a three foot tall blue. Uh, kind of looks like an aardvark guy. He has a tiny mouth. He has a tiny mouth on the end of like a long head. <laughs> uh, say hello, Grimmy. Like, that's that's our that's our alien companion for our people. Yeah, he doesn't talk a lot, but it's... he doesn't talk a lot. Every now and then he'll chime in, but he's more like he's more like the producer, I guess. Yeah. You know, he's kind of behind the scenes. He does a lot of sure the levels are all good. He does a lot of gesturing at us. He does a lot of gesturing. He has a soundboard, you know. So every now and then he'll play like a like a honk sound effect. Oh yeah, or like a pew of a phaser or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he'll like cut in if we're referencing like a song or something. He'll sort of cut in. It sort of fades in in the background for a couple seconds and fades out. Yeah, he's a good producer. I'm glad we got him. We found him on Craigslist. I don't think we have Craigslist in the UK. I don't think I can make that joke really. Uh, I think people know what Craigslist is. I'm too. I know, but I'm too, um, too like uh, American media poisoned. You yeah, know? I uh, I say soda now sometimes. <laughs> soda, soda. I um, yeah, and it's all thanks to Star Trek, really. Yeah, because they drink soda. <laughs> they, <laughs> Number one, yeah. could you get real soda? That's what he says. Number one, <laughs> Pepsi Max, <laughs> cherry flavored. I, uh, yeah, that's what happens. Is mm-hmm. uh, we get poisoned by uh, American media and stuff, yep. and then um, and we all have one homogenous yeah. kind of uh, vocabulary. And then you know. Americans complain about how when Europeans or any other nation like goes to their country, that everybody's like, "But the beam, but the boom, I'm walking here." And it's like that's yeah. not that's not us. Mm-hmm. Then why are you putting it in your fucking media? Mm-hmm. All the time. It's all over your shit. That's what they're always saying in Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> How many times is a guy walking down a corridor on a, on a starship and going, Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> it's it, on the holodeck. We have like, you know, when uh, uh, Picard does the, 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 the dick stories, what they call, was it Detective Call? What was he called? Um, uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Not Dick Tracy. Wasn't he called like Dixon Hill? Dixon Hill. Dixon yeah, Hill. Dixon Hill. And he's just like, yeah, yeah that's basically like. Was it New York or was it just generic American city? Because I don't remember. Uh, I feel like it was supposed to be like a Chicago kind Chicago. of thing. Chicago. Maybe I'm just thinking of you know all those stars or whatever the one DS9 yeah. episode is called, where uh, where where Avery Brooks has a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> can't yeah. can't get out of character. Can't get out. It's a good episode. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's- I yeah. Chicago is a beautiful city. I've been to it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you. Chirac. <laughs> Iraq. What? Chirac. Oh, Chirac. So they used to call it sometimes because it was like a lot of uh, you know. I thought you said a lot of violence, a lot of gun violence. I you said Iraq. I was like, what the fuck? Are you talking? Well, no, I said Chirac. Ah, okay, it's a lot of gang violence, but you know. Yeah, you just don't go on the red line. You'll be fine when you go to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> don't go on the just, red line. Just, just, just stay in the parts that you're safe. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Don't okay. go on the red line. <laughs> right, it was. Right, a, right. I saw the bean. You know, 
That's yeah, it. Yeah, that big bean. Yeah. The thing is that like there's so many people you like could, around do... the bean yeah. all the time that like mm-hmm. I bet if you like there could be like an entity living within it and people wouldn't notice because it it's would an just, egg. Yeah. It could be some kind of egg. No, 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 like living but within the reflection of the bean. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So you mean some kind of like metaphysical yeah. creature? Yeah, and it, it, nobody would notice because so much, so many people are on the bean all the time. That'd be pretty cool. Crowd. That'd he be hides cool. in the crowd within the reflection. You know, it sounds like it'd be a good premise for like a like a TNG episode or like a Goosebumps. <laughs> like a Goosebumps. Yeah. Did you do a funny joke where you like went up to it and you like you like flicked it? No, I stayed away like, from it. <laughs> I stayed away from it. I was too scared. Oh. I was too scared. Fair I was enough. like, I don't want to look at my reflection. Are you afraid of reflections? No. Are you one of those people that are like, it would be so scary if my reflection blew? No. What are you talking about? Are people doing that's that? A big, that's a big uh, horror thing where it's like, you're just kind of looking in a mirror and then your reflection does something. Oh, like smiles. That people get a little bit paranoid about mirrors, I guess. The mirror universe max smiles Not back me. at me. I have control. I can, you can just smash it. You can't smash Break the bean it. in Chicago. Though. Well, you can't smash the bean in Chicago. That's true. It's too big. Yeah, too That's... big. Although, then again, you smash it, and then you have the whole army of darkness, like little mini versions of you crawl out, <laughs> and then start doing Looney Tunes. Yeah, shit exactly. To your, to your, to you. Yeah, that's what that that, yeah. that tends ha- tends to happen all the time. That's why I never smash my mirrors. I, I, I... We should have that in Star Trek at some point. I feel like somebody should be attra- attacked by. Uh, mini clone versions of themselves i feel like that i happened, think that'd make for a, but kind you of think not. that that happened like it feels like it happened in a, like in a well that's holodeck what i'm saying somewhere. it feels so much like it would be a star trek definitely a holodeck thing but it feels so much like it would be a star trek thing yeah that's a wonder it didn't happen what if go down to a planet okay um this is sort of like alien they go around they're like oh there's these weird eggs around mm-hmm. you're walking around and then it like it like uh as you get close, it, like, stabs something into your, like, leg or something. Yeah. Or whatever appendage is near. And it extracts just a little bit of DNA. And then within a couple of days, like, a bunch of, like, tiny versions of yourself, like, are born from it. Yeah, t- t- tiny Paris's or something like that. It feels like something yeah, exactly. that would happen to Paris. Feels and like one of those like Voyager a... episodes that people wouldn't talk about just because it's hard to broach. Like what? Like what were they thinking when they wrote this? Yeah, one? You know, the, to be honest, it would be like a weird like allegory to like, oh, I'm going to have a child with Balana sort of thing. You know? You think it would be in the midst of that, and then and then we'd get like sort of Tom Paris would need to try and take care of these creatures. Maybe yeah, these they tiny did... versions of himself. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Was it? Yeah, it was in a. F- first few seasons remember when neelix and uh, and paris were like competing for where she called Kess. Kess, yeah Kess. that's sort everybody's of everybody's favorite everybody everybody's favorite actor that everybody was loves thrown off of star trek no you know people have problems and yeah <laughs> true you can't keep you they they you can't let those people people uh, from uh, stop you from making an amazing TV show. So you gotta throw them off. <laughs> That's what you get. Yeah, do. truly one of like the world's greatest. Mm-hmm. One might say TV yeah. shows. I was looking at um, Humble Bundle. Yeah, where they often have bundles. Mm-hmm. That's... I mean, some might say are humble. I don't know. That's up to you. I guess that's subjective. <laughs> No, uh, no. They currently got like a Star Trek book collection. Mm-hmm. And they've got one here. They've got a they've got a Star Trek Voyager, a celebration book. A celebration celebrating Star Trek Voyager. It's kind of cool. Like Neelix on every page. There's um there are a couple Neelixes. Couple. We love a Neelix. We love a good Neelix. There's a species eight four seven two picture, and it's like attacking the Herogens. Okay. Wait, so is uh, it this just is a from, picture this book is from... of show or shots from the show? Yeah, it's just it's just it's just a book, and it just has screenshots of the show. No, there's text. Um, this is from this is a quote from Brandon Bragger. Mm-hmm. Something was happening. We knew what we were doing. We were confident. We were having fun, and I think it shows in the writing. So, you know, I think that tracks with what you're saying about uh, having to remove Kess so that they could reach true greatness, you know? Yeah. 
Another Brandon Bragger quote. Uh, what's Voyager going to be known for? Let's make it big. Let's do these two-parters. Let's do as many as we think, as we can think of every season. I don't remember there being that many two-parters in like, Voyager. The only, like, there was the DS9 had the huge, like, finale, remember? It was DS9 like had the eight-parter. Eight-parter, you know. So oh, too much of an eight-parter. We, we had the... Uh, the the Irish village was a two part. I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, it wasn't a. No, it's more that there are two episodes with. Yeah, Irish that's what village. it was. was but it's not it was a basically a two part. There's the uh, first one where they're like just they have you know they had to do something and they use they're using it for something. But then there's the second one where they all become self aware and they yeah. want to murder them. <laughs> yeah, and they had to murder them. Yeah, they they want to murder the uh the the crew of Voyager. Yeah, because they're, they're witches. Yeah, they're leprechauns. We gotta kill the leprechauns. You gotta murder them. And where's uh, the gold? You had the Herogen Nazis episode. That was definitely a two-parter. Yeah, that was a two-parter. Yeah, the Herogens were like, what? <laughs> they were like, oh, what? What's a good hunt we can do? Oh, there's this big period where a certain group hunted a certain other group of individuals on Earth. Let's, let's have a look at this one. Guys. The thing about it is that it wasn't even about like. The Holocaust, like it was about no. the French resistance more than anything, yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, but you look, you have put Nazis in your thing. You can't avoid the Holocaust part, even if you like set it entirely within, like the occupation of France or whatever. It's like there's still a there's still an aspect of choosing a story around the Nazis that you mm. have to, that's, you know. They do you, have, can't, you can't avoid that aspect. They do have, like, that monologue at the end where the, like, Nazi goes, like, oh, they're, like, in- inferior to us, and, you know, we should mm. rule them, and then the Herodron is like, oh, I don't care, I'm just gonna hunt. I gotta yeah, go, it was I kind of, like, hunt. at odds, wasn't it? They were kind of like, well, it, well, you know, we don't hunt to rule the yeah. things that we're hunting. We're doing it because they're competent, you know? Yeah. We don't want to just, like, stomp them. Yeah. Because then it's, like, boring. We want it to be, like, a, a challenge. What you're doing... Even the... That's what it was. Even the Herogen, who were, like, this big evil race of hunters. Even they were, like, we would never be Nazis. <laughs> would never. This Nazi shit is cringe. I kind of... <laughs> it is pretty funny to think that, like, the computer has, like, a blueprint to make a Nazi. You know what I mean? Like, just, like... Computer. Co- well, it's render, not so much that it has Nazi. a blueprint. <laughs> no, it's not because that's not how the computer works, right? It's not so much that it has a blueprint. It's more just like it can generate whatever you want. Yeah, I know, but you, you can literally say computer generate Nazi, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of yes. funny. Like I, I generate a character with a specific ideology, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. It's just like. Computer generate pirate, you know. It's just like there you go, perfect pirate, you know. Yeah. Or so the, the, it, the like, quintessential pirate. Yeah, it will create like the most quintessential like version of that thing, you know. Yeah. Just like computer generate gamer, you know, or something like that. It would just mm-hmm. generate like an average dude that yeah. really loves Smash. Bros. It really loves. Specifically, Smash Bros. Yeah, it's like I feel a, like if you say generate gamer, the computer would have a hard time because they need somebody who loves like every game. Yeah, it would. It would. No, it would. It would just create a Nazi. It would just create a Nazi. It would create up like a one of those like really racist like femboy people. Yeah, it would create yeah. one of those, and it would just basically the same character as the Nazi, but the difference would be just that the gamer once is based, and that's he's it. got a head. He's got a headset on. And he's still wearing the uniform, but he's got, like, one of those sort of RGB uh, yeah. headsets. Instead of a swastika, he's got, like, a Kekistan. No, he's know. still got the swastika. Oh, okay, yeah. That's just... He's got one hand, one arm, the red swastika man, the other arm is the Kekistan. Nice. <laughs> Kekistan. What an awful gamer. thing we've de- developed. Yeah, you know, Terrible. Like, like, that's the you thing with, like, guy with the computer in Star Trek, yeah. is that it's, like... It's pretty funny, the idea how they, like, create things and the parameters they give it, and it's, like, yeah. they leave out so much detail that, like, the computer The computer is... just, like, does it itself. Yeah. yeah. 
they just like sometimes will go like calculate this or like uh, calculate that or something and it's like you know like normally it would be like a series of you know calculations that would take place you know but uh, the computer is just like you know oh uh, like this is like a completely new calculation that they wanted to do like it isn't like a you know something that is pre-made for the computer to just uh, pluck in numbers into right no it's like uh calculate this completely new concept for me computer you know <laughs> it's like, computer, it's like, like there you so go <laughs> that's when you get to like the later holodeck stuff where they're starting to be like oh yeah you it's like writing a D campaign you know i'm not talking just about the different like i'm talking about even just like when they solve problems in star trek you know I guess, yeah. When they're like, uh, calculate the resistance of this new compound that we don't even have access to, you know, or something like that. You know, they like, scan it. It's, yeah. it's, it's bullshit science. Yeah, it's great. I know. But it's just Good. like the extrapolations cool. that it has to make yeah. are just fucking like bizarre and insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm. It just it, it, it just reaches in into the writer's mind and goes, that's the answer to this. Yeah. It scans you. That's the thing. It doesn't do any. You actually do all the calculations because you already have a person deep in your subconscious that you're imagining. Mm-hmm. It just scans you and then generates that based on like the way your brain is yeah. firing off synapses. Yeah, your it just does a scan of your brain and plops mm-hmm. plops out or and whatever. the reason why everybody afterwards is always like mm, actually change this and this and this is because that's just an inherent part of human nature you want to be able to like exhibit control over something like that yeah it's like you know it's that kind of thing where it's like you could do a piece of work perfectly to how somebody would want you to do it on the first try but as soon as they see it they're still going to pick out one thing that they want you to change you yeah know? Like we were making our logo. Mm-hmm. Exactly, show. I had it perfect. Yeah, and then I and went I knew in even though it was perfect, grab your hands like, and went like, "How about we treat you?" You had your fucking hands covered in like peanut butter, <laughs> sticky little marshmallow fluff, and you were poking at the screen while eating like a big yeah. cotton candy and just going ball. Like, um, mm. Can you maybe to maybe red, maybe more red. <laughs> Maybe more red. <laughs> you're just like poking my screen and getting peanut butter all over it. Yeah, you're trying to. It's your drawing tablet, so it's like, like yeah. you're trying to draw with on top of the peanut butter. And you're like, don't clean it off. I have to draw through it. It's like smearing it everywhere. Yeah. And peanut like butter crying. in my in my, in my pen. <laughs> It'd be pretty mm. difficult to clean off. It would be. It would be. I'd have to like unscrew it and stuff and give it like it'd be like uh you know when you when you feel dress a gun or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you completely take it apart and then scrub it all down and then put it all back together that's what animators do instead of doing like you know soldiers do that you know that disassembly and assembly of a rifle you disassemble assemble your your drawing tablet mm-hmm. uh, uh that is know, exactly what it was this like tablet is mine there's the, not there's the many thing. like this one but this one is mine and you're <laughs> first time on the holodeck max yeah what's the very first thing you ask it to generate uh i don't know that's a pretty like like do i have to do i have reference to it i think i would try look for like the Programs that are already there first, maybe play something. I don't think I would be like generate me something specific, you know, already. Mm-hmm. I, it, but if I had to, hmm, that is a tough question. I think I would. I have uh, mine. I know mine. I would just like um, generate like a computer generate random person, and I would just strangle them to death, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, just to experience that. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I'll no. go like, "Oh, this didn't feel right." You know. <laughs> well, well, how would you feel if you like were into it? And then uh, I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would get okay. out of my system, and then uh, I would just be perfectly normal when I come out of the hall, like perfectly right, because I got all of it out of my system, right? It, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're describing American Psycho in space. <laughs> You're like just completely normal walking through the halls, but now, then you're like, I need to unwind. So you go into a holodeck and just start choking 
like homunculuses to death. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm not a psychopath like you. Um, I would say computer generate the biggest, comfiest bed, and oh. I would lie down in it. <laughs> that <laughs> was my questions everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just like what is the what would the computer generate as the comfiest bed imaginable, and then I try it out and I'd be like, damn, that's pretty comfy. That's pretty funny. Like, what would happen in this theoretical uh, scenario if uh, the hard deck said like fucking up? So in mine, it would be like, you know, they would start fighting back, they right? they start fighting back, yeah. And, like, I would be like, oh, oh I lost control all of a sudden. And I, yeah. I was like, I don't yeah. like when I lose control, you know. But yeah, then that's, you, It's not about the killing, it's about the control. Yeah, and then you, mm-hmm. in your scenario, you, like, can't get out of your bed. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? You get stuck no, in it. No, <laughs> it would just be... It would be... Uh, too soft to the point of being uncomfortable. It wouldn't have any support, you know. <laughs> okay. So I'd be laying there and I'd be like, "This is very soft, but it's not comfortable." I like the idea of like that's how you figure out there's something wrong on the ship. Is that like oh, yeah, you lie if down I, and if you're... I ask for the this is the thing. If I ask for the perfect bed on the holodeck, it's not necessarily that I want the fluffiest, comfiest thing. I want it. To, I want there to be some resistance, you know. There needs to be some support for your body. You can't just like fully sink you'd fucking ruin your back you like lie down and it's like wait a minute there's something wrong red yeah, alert yeah i would be like <laughs> i'd be like i'd be like oh this is so soft and comfortable and then after a couple minutes i'd start to be like actually this is really uncomfortable yeah it was my i'd be like fidgeting around i'd be going on my side flipping over to the other side I'd be like this like this is just wrong this isn't right yeah and then it would click and i'd be like i'd shoot up and i'd be like Red alert! Red alert! There's something wrong with the holodeck. I can't get out of bed. It's too soft, and you're like trying to get to the edge of the bed, but it's like you're falling into it like a quicksand. You're just like, oh yeah. no! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what it would. That's what. It would yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one. The comfiest bed. The, the mathematically bed. mathematically proven comfiest bed. It would need some resistance, that's all. Yeah. That's the it thing, the computer would work it out well. somehow, you know. It would, uh, th- this is the thing, the computer has all of the human data on it. So, look up uh, archives of books about, you know, beds. <laughs> There's gotta be books about beds. <laughs> I guess. And then base it off of those. I don't think that's the, like, issue. I think you would be it more It probably like... has, like, Amazon reviews for mattresses that it scours through, and it finds the one that has, like, the most comfort rating based on all of the reviews, and then generates that. What if it, like... With a few changes or something. The way it fucks up is, like, oh, to be able to generate the softest bed, we're gonna have to remove uh-huh. your spine, and it, like, grabs you... <laughs> Tries to like despine. That's you. definitely a more exciting intro. Yeah, know? like well, you know, that's the issue. It's like it's always the spine that makes it like uncomfortable, right? So if we get rid of it, then you will you have the comfiest bed. Yeah, so it's mathematically most... impossible for us to create a bed as long as you have a spine. You know, <laughs> the most comfiest sleep a person can have is death death that, and then it starts trying to generate like the, the fucking ss officers to try and shoot me in the head oh no <laughs> i'm like oh fuck oh no i'm gonna get out of here for some reason it's like the most like it was in the recent like history of what it was like spawning whoever was using the holodeck before and it was like well i guess i'll grab this you know <laughs> Yeah, it generates the people that you were trying to strangle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they're trying to kill me. Um, Why would you have? I I would never. If I could, to thinking about it, if I could just go to the holodeck and ask for, let's say I book in like, you know, eight, seven or eight hours of holodeck time. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then it's like I could just go and have the best sleep of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. And then go back to work. Yeah, definitely. If you want, I would waste never have your... to go back to like my room. If you waste your waste your, the holiday time like that. Okay, yeah, sure. you are mis you are misunderstanding the the true beauty of of good sleep. You don't need to do anything else if you're sleeping good. 
I would just be on stimulants all the time in Star Trek universe. Yeah. I would just like those those stimulants. Be like staff, computer. Like, be like a replicator. Poppers. Yeah, and I would just like Yeah, not that that would be me, you know, all the time. The thing is that Ugh. those ones are so special and cool that they have no like the no bad effects, right? They have no Right. Oh okay. Effect. Yeah. It'd be it's like the the, uh, the limitless drug at the end of the limitless movie. <laughs> Ray just was like, I took so much limitless drug that I could make a, a limitless drug with no counsel. Yeah, exactly. That, that <laughs> that's one of the best best endings to a movie ever. Yeah, completely ruining kind of the idea of it, right? That is all thing where it's like, oh yeah, this fucking special meth will make you like really successful, but at the same time, you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself, but it's like, nah. You're just like, you're so smart. You, you can it's solve the same it. thing. It's the thing people always were saying with crypto so long was like, oh, we'll just use so much of this bad crypto, we'll be able to fund research into good <laughs> oh crypto. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that that justification for everything? It's like, okay, yeah, maybe bad for the environment, but thinking, look, we could make something that's good for the environment with all the money we're making on crypto. Yeah, I did tell you about that dream I had of like, it was pretty funny because it was right after the episode of TNG that we watched of the Cone Game episode with you know oh yeah like, the, the the drugs allegory yeah and then i the gaming we, addiction I, allegory. Like, I i came back like the next day i told you about the stupid dream i had about like the voyage not the voyager but the enterprise meets like a merchant that introduces crypto to the ship and for some reason it just like fucks with the crew that they want to use crypto for everything now mm-hmm. and that that was just the dream that that's that's it it was like i can't remember like what happened specifically but like that that was the concept yeah <laughs> but i don't know what you could like what i don't know what you could really write about it you know <laughs> in mm-hmm. tng about crypto and tng yeah how cool it was that's what you're gonna write in it. it's like oh actually we want to bring money back we, but we'll make it crypto you know yeah i think geordie laforge would be a crypto guy crypto guy yeah, he, he's mining bitcoins on this uh, his, uh, uh, on his goggles divisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's all those different, uh, all that power that's being used for like subroutines that don't like all the heat. He doesn't need like all of those different types of vision. Yeah, you know? the spectrum just needs like one of them. They're all Bitcoin Everything spectrums. else turn off. Put that processing power to. Mining crypto. Yeah, and he just you on look his, on his head whenever, whenever anybody looks at him, he's like sweating because like the band mm-hmm. is just heating up his head the entire yeah, time yeah. and burning. He takes burning it him. off, and there's just like a burn mark going like around yeah. where the, the see. Metal that's touches. why that's that's why early on he was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to get eyes. I don't want to get the the eye implants or whatever that will make yeah. me see. Because I, I just want, I'm fine with the visor, you yeah. know. And he this was, is how I am. He was just mining crypto. He was just yeah, it turns out he was just, he's using it. He was like, I don't have to crypto. change myself to get a woman. Yeah. I'll just mine enough crypto to become rich. So a woman will just, just will come I'll to just me. I'll just go to the hollow deck and generate the, uh, the woman that loves me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought a real woman, but you know, I guess. Uh, oh, no. We already have examples where he goes into the hollow deck and falls in love with the hollow lady. He does. And then he, he falls meets in love her, with her, and then he meets her. They uh, talk about don't meet your heroes. I'm right. Yeah, don't meet, don't, don't meet, meet your, don't meet your fake wife. Don't meet your waifu, you know, because yeah. she's like, oh, she's married and and everything. And it's like, I felt like he would have known oh, about that. She doesn't want to suck me. She won't not <sighs> suck me. I don't think it's so much that he expected her to be in love with her immediately, but I think it was like, oh, well, the holo- holographic version fell in love with me so quickly. Mm-hmm. It'll be she, so easy to woo her. Maybe she will leave her husband for me. Maybe she will leave her, yeah. Um, who else would be into crypto? I think Data wouldn't. I think Data would Data wouldn't be Data wouldn't understand it, and he'd give it a go because it seems like a human thing. I feel like Riker would be into crypto, but he already made I his money. No, he already made like... his money in crypto, and he just shills it still. But he already he doesn't actually have anything any crypto. I, that feels like it. Try. I I was thinking with Riker, he definitely wouldn't understand it. Yeah. And I don't know if that would go the way where it's like he doesn't understand it and he doesn't want a part of it, or he doesn't understand it but he still wants to be in it. You know? Ah, okay. Picard like... wouldn't. 
Picard wouldn't give a shit. Data is like, I don't understand this crypto stuff. I don't understand how humans would uh, use this. And Riker's like, well, Data, you never felt the thrill of losing all your money in something that doesn't really (laughs) exist. (laughs) And Data, like, gets into it. Like, he Mm -hmm. tries it, and he just constantly just makes money. He's like, I don't feel anything. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's a robot. just making the most calculated and logical decisions based on the market fluctuation. <laughs> and then Geordi is like, Data, you can't just make the most calculated decisions. You need to make decisions based on Elon Musk's Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the greatest so, innovator in our world, Elon Musk. The greatest, uh, right next to the Wright, mother, Wright Brothers and uh, Zephyrin Cochran. Uh, Zephyrin Cochran. Yeah. Um... Deanna wouldn't be into it. Crusher. I think Crusher would be into it. Ah, no. Wesley. Barkley would be the biggest one. (laughs) Barkley would be way too into it, and he would, like, constantly be penniless, but he would never give up. He would never give up. Because he's persistent. If Voyager taught us anything about Barkley, it's that he's persistent. He is. He's stubborn. And he doesn't give up. He believes in crypto and he will keep trying to make crypto money. And he has social anxiety. That's what we know about Barkley. Um, yeah, that too. That Anybody that has social anxiety just loves crypto. <laughs> loves how unstable it is, you know. Yeah. And anxiety yeah. of any sort, you know. They're used to not having control. Yeah, so they're like, you know, just take the wheel and... Maybe yeah. I'll be rich someday. Maybe, maybe, maybe if I make the right investments. Right. And he keeps looking over at Data the robot who's making oodles of cash. Yeah. And you, he just can't crack it. Do you think Ferengis would be into crypto? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I think Ferengi would be. Ferengi wouldn't see any value in it, but they would understand that everybody else does. Yeah. And they would. They would. You know what? They have NFTs. They stupid humans. Remember how they have, like, you can buy a little, like, disc filled with some ashes, ashes. from a person who died? Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's... Like, they would t- like if they do that, of course they're gonna have fucking NFTs. Yeah, they... That... But they cash out immediately, like, every time. <laughs> as soon as they make money on it, they cash out. Yeah, yeah. Ferengis would... Uh, Just be pure... It feels like it'd be problem. something... Like a part of the religion of some kind, you know. Like they, they have the like yeah. great treasury that they have to go to, like at the when they die. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know, it'll be like the great data center. We <laughs> calculate all our bitcoins, you know. <laughs> the great Bitcoin farm in the sky. The great Bitcoin farm. That'd be pretty cool. Like this race, like not like Ferengi specific, but some race that just. Uh, consumes energy like you know just like consumes different sources of energy and just yep. turns them into something like absolutely useless like you know that would be really interesting it's just like that would be interesting it'd be i feel like that would be a tng episode mm-hmm. if they had a crypto back then that could be like a tng episode or maybe a voyager episode yeah voyager does seem like more of a thing because they would just fly into their space and they're like we need to yeah. turn your voyager ship into yeah. cubic blocks or something like oh that. your 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 giant starship creates so much energy think of all the um crimbo coin we could print <laughs> and like Jane Way's like, like we is. need to find out more about this crimbo coin yeah. why are they making Perhaps Crimbo coin is the key to get us home. <laughs> Using the blockchain technology, yeah. we'll be able to get ourselves back into the Alpha Quadrant. Captain, they use so much energy to generate Crimbo coin. If they're using that much energy to create this stuff, it must be important. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, the whole episode, literally the last five minutes, they find out that they keep following all these different like conversations. Then people trying to talk about what Crimbo Coin does, and then in the last five minutes they realize, like, all oh, this shit is useless. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff literally doesn't do anything. I guess. It's completely pointless. But Paris <laughs> is like, like, they kind of like this Crimbo Coin yeah. concept. I kind of like it. 
Grimbo coin. Wow. <laughs> this should, is great. I should invest. And you guys just produce this infinitely? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what they would sound like. <laughs> Give me 500. Give me 500. I'm going to get a wise investment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sound like Yoda's now? I got a little bit of a Yoda. Uh, they, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use all my, all my fabrication credits to fabricate this Grimbo coin. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like Balan. my rations, my replicator. Well, uh, they go into like the. We can't feed our child now, Dom Barris. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, I can't print any. It's okay. Bulk. We got Grimbo coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our child is gonna thank us after she grows up. <laughs> <laughs> crimbo coin, crimbo coin. Uh, we're gonna take crimbo the crimbo coin, coin the Alpha Quadrant. Everybody's gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> to the moon. They still say to the moon. To the though. moon. Yeah. No, they say they have to say like some like to planet that's near in their system. They would be like, yeah, to Crimbonar or something like that. And it was like, just, just that's one of the. That's like act. Three, they think they finally figured out what Crimbo Coin is. They're like, oh, they believe if they collect enough of it, they'll get to go to this planet or something. <laughs> they go on the planet; it's empty. There's nothing there. It's completely empty. <laughs> Desert. And then, and then they ask, like, "Hey, we went to that planet, and there was nothing there." And they're like, oh, "Of course, it sucks, <laughs> but it's far away, <laughs> so it works for the joke." You see, you know, this is a Crimbo Coin lingo. Yeah. <laughs> It's like how we always say TM for good morning. <laughs> they, uh, it just starts to become way too thinly veiled, like, oh, okay, yeah, this yeah, is cryptocurrency for sure. Uh, <laughs> way too on the nose. Yeah. They have, uh, um, they're like tritum hands or whatever. They have like some element that's like tritum hands, you gotta hold the <laughs> yeah, crimbo yeah, yeah. coin. <laughs> gotta hold it, gotta hold it. <laughs> Oh my Tom god. Tom Paris is saying to Balana, like, no, we want to hold on to it. We want Tritum hands. What are you saying, Tom? Tritum hands. Yeah, exactly. It's just like fucking. Oh, it's too much. So you're telling me Crimbo coin is useless? Yes. <laughs> no. Just fly away immediately. She just... Just doesn't even doesn't even lecture them or anything. She puts two fingers on her communicating, like, beat me up. <laughs> and then leave. Yeah. yeah. Complete waste of episode. The 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 age of consent on Crimbinar is <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no. A libertarian paradise it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's our episode, the crypto. That's that's another perfect episode that we've developed. I think we're really good at developing Star Trek episodes. Yeah, they should hire us on the writing team, the writing room. I didn't know we should have our own show. We should have our own Star Trek show. Yeah, we already when we were doing the Discovery watch through, we got the we talked about the Star Trek convicts. That was one that we came up with, because with, uh, uh, one episode mm-hmm. had prisoners in it. I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, we had that. Well, else? well, let's let's uh, come up with some Star Trek, like just the title of the series, sort of thing. Okay, we don't have to right. come up well, with it's the concept. It's gotta be like, gotta be kind of like short, a little bit vague, you know? Yeah. Discovery, yeah, Voyager. It's sort of like it could be the ship name, or it could be something like Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Star um, Trek Dead Ensigns. Star Trek. Well, pretty good one. Yeah. That'd be a little, you know. <laughs> and we, they should hire us on it to make it. Is that that podcast show one? Ugh. <laughs> awful. <laughs> awful. Rotten Tomatoes awful. score is just like fucking... Uh, that, wait, dude, what, they'll see in 20 years. People will be binge-watching that stuff on Netflix. De- Netflix or something We're like loving that. Loving it. It's Netflix is going to go on I love it. Um, Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek. Um... Uh, Nebula's Reach. Nebula's Reach is a good one. That's the name of our ship. It's not a Starfleet ship. It's like a freight vessel, and it's called Nebula's Reach. And would that would that series be like early days of Federation or something? No, it would be the most high. It would be the most <laughs> advanced Star Trek series. Yeah, it'd be like twenty six hundred. Oh, nice, cool. Everybody's dead. 
hum- uh, Earth blew up. The Zindi came back. It blew it up. Yeah. Yeah, they did a bad job at Enterprise. There was like one Zindi left, and they, you know, and he he ruined everything. He he used that weapon yeah. of mass destruction, killed everyone. And the the fucking future idiot guy who kept coming back in Enterprise, <laughs> I forgot uh, he, about he that. Didn't realize that um, was so funny. Blew up that fucking like the ending of that series that that like that, that arc and the montage that they had behind with like nine eleven and Bin Laden is the funniest it's thing. So funny. It's so that's funniest. so good. It's... Thank God we've saved the timeline, so now nine eleven can yeah. still happen. Yeah, exactly. Hooray! Yay. We pretty, did it. It's pretty good. Like that. That. That's just insane to look at. Like we Perfect. were like, so good. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Just in the time stream. <laughs> he wasn't. And he's like, "You did it, Archer. You saved every time. That, you saved nine <laughs> eleven. That was the entire goal." just like. Let me go home! Please! <laughs> Please stop asking me. Do your fucking job! Please, I don't need to do your do job! Why do need to do this shit? God damn! <laughs> I'm pretty... just a simple little Scott Bakula. Please! Uh, Star Trek Quantum Leap. That's a good one. Yeah, a little on the nose. <laughs> and we got, we got to bring Scott Bakula back. <laughs> what if, what if... That no, that rem- that makes me think though. Yeah. What if it was just called Star Trek Warp? That's a good one. That's it, a solid one. It's Cochrane making the warp ship first. Uh, first warp. Nah, well, we've warp. already got a movie about that. Yeah, we can. We don't need that. I don't yeah. care about that from Cochrane. Well, he's just walking. Now like... show about Elon Musk. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, it's Star Trek Elon. That's that. Star, Star Trek Musk. Musk. <laughs> It's a good one. Musk. Um, he, Star Trek Warp would be about um, they're on the very edges of the Alpha, the outer edges of the Alpha Quadrant, and they're like, we're gonna go further away from everything. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go out into the infinite blackness and see if we can find an entirely new galaxy. galaxy. Jesus. That would be... Um, and it's it's 50 episodes of the ship flying through complete darkness at warp 10, and they never find anything. They already they had that episode in Voyager, remember, when they flew well, into they the... have No, they go into a void, yeah. but this is specifically about purposely I know, fl- I'm flying just joking through that the it's, void. It's, they had we did episode. have a void thing, though. Yeah, they had the, uh, was like, through. I'm scared of looking at the I, void! There's no stars around! <laughs> <laughs> I'm quivering in my Neelix shoes. And my Neelix pants. <laughs> my Neelix pants are getting wetter. Oh, no. He's it's so scared of the no stars. Yeah, Everybody was freaking out because there's yeah. no stars. Everyone was scared. Everyone was like, yeah. I, 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 we've been flying for this for nebulous yeah. thing for like three weeks and mm-hmm. we're not getting out of here. <laughs> And then they got out, though. I didn't go out, but immediately. And then they got out, you know. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then they got out, and they were like, well, well that's that, though. Yeah, didn't they do it twice? They did they flew for, like, was nebulous the, there was like, the one multiple where, times. Yeah, there was that one where they went through, and the whole thing was like, oh, we're going, like, we're getting cabin fever, because there's no stars or anything. Yeah. They're, like, lost. Yeah. And then there was the other one where they went through the stretch, and they were like, there were those creatures that live in there, yeah, they and have- the garbage dump guys. It turns out the garbage dump guys fly in, like, through a wormhole to, like, dump shit in there. <laughs> dump trash, yeah. And then leave. Dump. But, dump. Uh, but, yeah, they had that, and then they had the, like, one where everyone's stuck in there, and they're, yeah. like, trying to get them to work together. They, like, make, like, a pseudo-esque federation. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a little war going on inside, yeah. isn't there? because everybody's... They have the dude from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad in there, remember? Which one? Mike? Mike, yeah. They're the same actor, remember? They also had Mike in DS9. Yeah. On yeah. The, on the prison planet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, on the prison planet where they're, like, <laughs> we freed you, and then they're, like, yeah. ah! They just start killing they each other immediately again. Immediately start killing each other, yeah. yeah. And then they, the whole thing is like you can you have eternal life, but only for as long as you're on the planet because yeah, of the nano machines. Na- na- nano machines, but yeah, they had to they leave the Vidic there too, which is yeah because she died, but she came back. Yeah. so they were like, oh well, that fucking handy, cool. Yeah, we nearly had a problem with there with the Vedic dying. Yeah, um, but, but then, then they... she's like, no, I'll stay. 
I'll bring them peace. Yeah. And, and also, I can only live on this planet now, so... Yeah, it's... You know... It is pretty uh, cringe to be there now. But the thing about it is that it's just... It was a good episode. I kind of liked it. Do you think she made it work? No. We never got a follow-up episode. She went insane too. That like Mad Max, that <laughs> yeah. beheading people. And she stuff. became like the fucking queen. Yeah, they fly like completely. Was like, oh, there are no prophets. This world is hell. Yeah, exactly. Oh my this god, is the, this is the world of the uh, who are the evil ones, the, uh, the fucking Pargo, the Parrafes. Parrafes, that's what it was. Parrafes. Yeah, it's like this is the fucking Parrafe planet. Jesus. Oh, should we talk about this? We should I like Major. Let's talk about some DS9 and the things that we like. Major's cool. We're we don't on... talk enough about DS9. Yeah. I love Major. Yeah. I like the they really get to delve deep in their like religious religious system. stuff and and cultural cool. things. And I I yeah. love the fucking same with the Cardassians. We, we both love the uh uh Major Messiah uh. Called the cat, which is the, the best. Pa, you mean Parath Messenger Goldacat? Uh, Parath Messenger Goldacat. Bajor Bajor Face Goldacat. Salam alaikum, my Bajoran friends. Assalamu alaikum, my Bajoran. Assalamu alaikum, Bajoran brothers. <laughs> it's me, Goldacat. It is the best. It's it's truly unique episode of DS9. What probably. <clears throat> top five favorite episodes of any TV show, I think. Of just the uh, perfect culmination of Goldacat storyline throughout the whole show, flawless. Because it's like it's really, it's really funny. It's a really funny episode. Yeah. But at the same time, it does like it does. It does fit his character a lot in that it's like, oh, even when he's thinking like, yeah, I've turned a new leaf, and now I love. Bajor mm. because of the evil ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even then, he's still like a fuck up. He's you know? still a fuck up because he's he's, he's so inherently evil. not a good guy. Yeah. Um, like the fucking he, he has sex with that woman. He had, and then the guy who's pa- painting his baby. the guy who's painting his fucking like messiah portrait. His his fucking last supper he, picture. Yeah, is the, <laughs> his he, fucking like heaven's gate picture. He fucks. He fucks his wife. And it's, yeah, and they have a half Cardassian baby, and he's like, "Oh, the Parathe send a message through this baby. <laughs> so, what a miraculous child!" And then he like, like at least then you can like, it's funny because like if he just kept it at that of like, at least he can like spin it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. then he tries to kill her. <laughs> he tries to fucking vent her into space so that she can't tell anybody. <laughs> probably would have got away with it because he He's brainwashed so some of those people already. He, he would have been able to. He would have. He could have just ridden it out. She wasn't going to tell anybody. And then they have the like suicide, like s- like the ritual. He's got the one. He's got the one pill that isn't cyanide. Yeah, and like, uh, and he's Kira like, let's all like... eat them, everybody. Yeah, okay, everybody ready? We're going to eat them. Ha <laughs> ha. And he gets knocked out of his head. Yeah. He's like, um, oh, oh, which one was it? I need my pill. And then he like when he gets found out, and they're like, oh fuck off, call the guy. He just fucking like smoke bombs and teleports. Yeah, out. he's it's... just like he's like, all right. Okay, you know what? No, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck all of you. He just fucking bamps out of there in a smoke bomb. Yeah. What a fucking good episode! Is is the insane. entire time? Uh, the the entire time, Kira is just like this is fucking stupid. Yeah, like how is he? How was he able to do this to these people? Like she's just like in disbelief that anyone would trust this guy. <laughs> but yeah. Um, a good episode. It was a good God episode. And Parades. Uh, you had Parades were assholes. Like Parades, you had the Keiko episode. Yeah, they were with the Yeah, they they uh, took over Keiko. Yeah, and they were like, "All right, well, you need to yeah, you need to do all of these things. I'm going to tell you what 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 they do." Yeah, and then trying to fire like a fire like a beam at the wormhole. Yeah, O'Brien is trying to sabotage the DS9, yeah. and then yeah. Rom is For like. Keiko. Uh, why are, you killing, why are you trying to kill the ghost why in the we, wormhole? Why are we trying to shoot a beam at the wormhole? Yeah. He's just like, He's like what a fuck you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Big guy. Shut up, you fucking bigger freak. <laughs> bigger freak. <laughs> <laughs> 
They listen, and then they save the day because Rom is the only one who's smart enough to realize what he's doing. Yeah, I like Rom. Rom's like arc is one of the best in the DS Nine. Rom's got a good arc. Nog's got a good arc. arc, Yeah, even Quark. Yeah, he becomes less of an asshole. Basically, (laughs) everybody's always saying, "Ah, those Ferengi—they're anti-Semitic." Nah. (laughs) Okay. Is that it? That's your. No, I've I've decided they're not. Okay. You said yeah. no. No, fine. You know what? I've looked at all the material. Okay? I looked at it all. Studied this. Yeah. Intently. For months. Final verdict. Nah. We should uh, look at the Wikipedia entry for Ferengi. Like, the Wikipedia entry of Ferengi. Look at the controversy series, like, part. And, so have a and, and it would be in there. <sighs> and it would be like, we should, we're going to edit it. And we're going to add, from now on. Ben has decided this is not anti-Semitic. Comparisons with anti-Semitic stereotypes. Yeah. Various critics have argued that the depiction of the Ferengi and their culture mirrors anti-Semitic stereotypes of Jews, namely namely the love of profit and the oversized facial features. Case of the Ferengi, there is. Okay. Yeah. That's Um... Nah, I mean, I don't know. I never seen a a, a Jewish person I get, I, use an energy noodle and throw it. At <laughs> I never seen that. Yeah. Right? That's the one thing, the one argument. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. That, tell me, they uh, they got those energy noodles, huh? In Israel, do they have? Those no, I didn't noodles? think so. <laughs> they use them in the IDF. No, I didn't think so. Standard issue be energy noodles. But yeah, like. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of difficult because obviously, I can't. I, I can't say it's not anti-Semitic. You know, I'm not Jewish, mm-hmm. but in terms of you know, in terms of in the context of the series, it's like uh, you know, it's not so much. Uh, it's it's demonstrated that these aren't the 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 negative parts of their species aren't inherent. They're not. They're not genetic. They're societal. You know. Yeah. Is what the whole point of their character in DS Nine is: is that they, they, you know, Nog joins the Federation, yeah, and and Rom becomes the new um, chief of engineering for DS Nine. No, but no, even no, but the very end, I mean, he becomes, uh, you know, what oh, it, the yeah, Grand Nagus, the Great Nagus, you know, and and they starts pushing for societal change, you know, stuff that is similar to humanity. Yeah, it's Rom's uh, and Quark's mother that was like. She was a, what are they called? Mm-hmm. Sovereignette, right? Is that what you Moogie. call it? Moogie. Yeah, Moogie, but no, but she was like, um, you know. She was, uh, she was, she was the Grand Nagus's, like. Yeah, like, I'm just saying that she's, I mean, she was move, pushing for the change of, like, women. She was, she was, yeah, yeah, they were trying to, they were trying to be like, no, women can wear clothes and they can do business. And they can do business, too. Good business. Good business. We had multiple times. We had the, the thing with uh, Quark dressing up as a woman. That was, they had that. That was a not a good episode. That but. was not a good episode, but <laughs> not a not a solid. Yeah, but you know, it was the late nineties. Yeah, it's a difficult. It's a different time. No, it was bad. Um, the yeah, no, but that's 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 that's, uh, that's the whole thing with them. You know, it's like, uh, it it would I would say it would from from my perspective it would be anti-semitic anti-semitic if 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 it was shown as these were like inherent genetic things with them you know yeah it's like oh they're just like that but it's like no this is a societal thing and uh and they can change i don't know i guess you could still see that as anti-semitic yeah you could See that, like I, don't, like, know. I don't know, like you had the entire thing with oh my god in TNG where they had the Ferengi scientist and everybody hated him. They were like, everybody hated him. Yeah. Ferengi so like, oh, he's clearly just trying to, you know, make some profit yeah. and not actually try and further scientific. And he's just like, progress. it works. I proved it, yeah. and they're like, no, it mm, doesn't. No, <laughs> no, it's you probably fake data. Yeah, you probably you are deceiving no Ferengi. You know. Yeah, nobody uh, trusts house them. of. There are species of deceivers and liars. And liars, yeah. It's like imagine that one Klingon house, but on a intergalactic scale. Yeah, if only things yeah. were that simple. But 
Yeah, Ferengi are, in terms of, like, what Ferengis are, they're kind of cool. I like them. Like, in terms I of like Star Trek, like... I like that they're, like... Because it's like the main the the main thing that people point out for the anti Semitic stuff is that obviously the the greed and money and the large facial feature yeah the prominent facial feature to mirror you know yeah. the common stereotype for for Jewish people mm-hmm. but then there's also a load of stuff where it's just like oh yeah their planet is constantly raining and they eat bugs and they love mud and stuff <laughs> and like it doesn't really quite fit the I don't know maybe that's a stereotype somewhere somewhere but, but yeah. In some it, place, I don't know. They're just some aliens, and uh, like I could definitely, if there was like some anti-Semitic like writer, you could do you some could whistle, very easily whistle, flip like, them you know, to be anti-Semitic. Dog whistles, basically, write yeah, an episode of dog whistles, basically. But mm-hmm. I don't think it happened, <laughs> right? I don't remember it happening. I don't know. Uh, but I guess not. Yeah. At the end of the day, all that to say. um you know, we're not Jewish. Ferengis. We're not. We don't have the. We don't have the the ending say on this, except for me, because I've studied it all, and I have to say, inconclusively, it's fine. He wrote, He read the okay. one paragraph on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, I, I read that Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's fully qualified That's to do that. And if you got a problem with it, uh, hey, let us know. Email uh, dead ensigns. Mm-hmm. At gmail.com. We don't have a dot in there, do we? I need to check that. I don't think we do. No, just straight dead ensigns at gmail.com. Email us, be like, I think the Ferengi are are racist, but racist towards, I don't know. Poor people. A, a different, yeah. <clears throat> racist towards poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're racist towards ducks. Um, Maybe. Bugs no. that they eat, I guess. I think they're offensive because they eat so many goddamn bugs. Yeah, disgusting. They get the. Uh, let us know. Let us know. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you just want to talk about Odo. That's fine. You Either can, way, get in touch. You can also uh, love to talk about us. Star Trek. You can also tweet at us. At tweet at us if you want. I don't know if we have open DMs, but you know, well, either way, follow us on Twitter because we appreciate it. Yeah. Can find out when a new episode is out that way, or. You can, you know, follow us, save us on, on your podcast app of choice. Of choice. Should be everywhere. I don't think it's on Stitcher yet. Need to do that. Gotta do that. Gotta sort that out. Um, but once it is. Stitcher for now. Just listen to it somewhere else. You, know, you, got, <laughs> you got phones, right, give guys? It, give you, us got phones. you guys got phones. You guys got download f- it from Podbean. You can do that. You can download it from Podbean. You can. They download it off way, of Podbean check it and out. then We're, upload you know, it yourself as your own work. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, but if you do, I don't know. I, I guess I don't care that much. We'll find you. We'll find you, but I guess I don't care that much about it. Yeah. I'd rather you didn't. Okay. But it's not the end of the world, I guess. I don't know. In the, in the, in the, from the point of view of the entire universe, yeah. In in the grand scheme of reality, mm. is a is nothing, you know. We are. It doesn't all ultimately nothing. change all of our fates in that we'll all end up in the ground eventually. Yeah. Um. So if you do it, I guess I I'm not gonna be like upset. I might just be a little bit ticked off. Like, well, come on, what's the point? It means nothing to me. Nothing <laughs> means anything to me. And yeah. Life doesn't mean anything. We're to gonna me. just like how Star Trek doesn't mean anything. To anyone. Yeah. We're going to shed our corporeal forms and uh, rise up, you know, like Gnosticism. We're going to rise up and uh, achieve our status as deities. As parrates. Beyond death. As parrates. But all that to say, second time I've said that, um, you know, early days of this show's life, we'd appreciate the support if you're listening. Yeah, exactly. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. I'd do the same for you to an extent. To an extent. I'm not going to get a tattoo of your show. But I don't expect you to get a tattoo of mine. Just tell your friend if they're interested in Star Trek. Yeah. Tattoo check the your show friend. Out. Tattoo your friend with the, uh, yeah. the name of our Do you show. ever see. You're ever on a message board. They still have forums, right? You're ever on one of those. Any internet forum and people are talking about are the Ferengis anti Semitic? Hey, guess what? This yeah, Listen to this episode. Mm. Send them this episode and say, "Now nah, this guy proves it inconclusively at the end. Mm-hmm. 
that they're not anti-Semitic at all. Yeah, exactly. This, uh, there you go. That's your in. That's our in. That's and that's your in as well. And then you can like mute the thread. <laughs> You're done. You're done. You beat them. <laughs> you did it. You beat them. You don't have to look at it again. You don't have to. You, you, the Just dump this one there. Be like, all right, okay, all right. You know what? You know what, buddy? Listen to this. Your argument's over. Leave. Yeah. Sort it. Easy. We will make the arguments for you. We'll make the argument. That's our motto. Yeah. We argue for you. <laughs> the dance, dead answers. That's why we're dead answers, mm. because we get to be dead after <laughs> arguments because someone finds us and kills us. Uh-huh. Yeah. And here's the thing, because then they're not mad at you anymore. They're mad at us. Yeah. They're going to send us an email being like, uh, you're stupid about this thing. Which we'll delete it. Yeah. Goes, goes into directly, gets deleted. <laughs> Put that shit in the spam folder, it's done. It goes into dev norm. Hey, look, directly. they listen to our podcast. We all win here. You're not getting bothered anymore. We got to listen. We got some engagement. Yeah. And then and and they feel mad. They continue to feel mad. It's perfect. It's a perfect situation. So, um, all that to say, rule of thirds, in, you know, engage with us. If you feel like it. Engage That's the end of the podcast, I guess. With us. Engage with us. And be, Engage. We be on our on our way of yeah. by All right. turning Goodbye. off this podcast. Yes, and I'm going to click stop All right. right now. Bye! It's shorted out, sir. We're going to have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better. Anything. I can't, sir. We don't want to... That's enough. But, sir, stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through. You're alive. Good.